Living Local, telling the stories that connect us. A United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County podcast. What are you doing on Thursday, October 20th? Consider spending your day as a volunteer for Project Homeless Connect, an annual one-day, one-stop shop event for people experiencing homelessness here in Milwaukee. Guests of this event can receive a variety of free services, such as dental and vision screenings, haircuts, housing and employment resources, clothing, hygiene items, and much, much more. Volunteers are matched one-on-one with guests to help guide them through the resources and services and to provide them with friendly and helpful companionship on this day. Volunteers with social service background are also needed to assist with the intake process. Today, Bailey Murph and Christina Kohler, who sit on the Project Homeless Connect Planning Committee on behalf of United Way, share all the reasons why you should volunteer with us on October 20th. What can volunteers expect the day of Project Homeless Connect? So the day of Project Homeless Connect, you can expect a few different things. One, Marquette will be really, really busy. Uh, Last year, we served over 500 people. So this year, we hope to meet that goal, if not um, a larger goal. Um, And so as a volunteer, there's a couple of different roles that uh, you'll play. One is that you could either be a guest advocate, and that means that after a guest completes an intake process, they will be you'll be matched up with a guest, and you'll uh, you'll walk around with them to ensure that they're served with respect and dignity throughout the day, and that they are given the services and resources that they need, whether that's a haircut, a dental screening, an eye exam, that kind of thing. And you're also also going to kind of get to know them, um, ask them how they're doing, um, is there anything that they're really interested in knowing or seeing or doing while they're there, um, kind of just building rapport with that person throughout the day. And then as an intake volunteer, you're kind of that um, the first line of contact that they're receiving for the day. Uh, we hope that this person may have a social services background. Uh, we've had nurses uh, come through um, all types of people, Uh, but really you're going to be taking down some critical personal information that we collect for uh, federal uh, requirements. So this is demographic information, uh, race, ethnicity, gender, that type of thing. So your interaction could be 15 to 20 minutes, but depending on how chatty you are and how chatty the guest is. And so really uh, the first person to build rapport with that person to make them feel comfortable and then you're going to be doing a handoff to the guest. So it sounds like that intake volunteer, you're really looking for someone with a social services background, but the guest advocate can be, Could anyone, be anyone over 18. Correct. Right? Okay. Yep. So Christina, walk us through Project Homeless Connect. What kind of services and resources are available for guests? Great. Uh, well, this year we have between 40 and 50 different service providers and resource tables there. Some of the things that we're most excited about this year are voter registration information, um, flu shots, HIV testing, uh, dentistry, and then we'll also have a resource fair with uh, housing resources, employment skills training, and just different resources that uh, people are looking for. And what were some of the gaps? What are some of the new things this year? Uh, Well, since childcare is one of the biggest barriers to individuals, 
for coming to Project Homeless Connect? For coming to Project Homeless Connect and then their lives in general. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, we reached out in a, a few different ways regarding childcare. Uh, we looked at liability issues of actually hosting at Marquette's Child Care Center. Uh, we looked at having uh, La Causa Crisis Nursery uh, be there in a different room watching the children. And ultimately, we determined that it was best just to have additional volunteers skilled in childcare that could walk around with those families that come with their children. Got it. So they they stay with the family, but somebody kind of to keep an eye on the kids while the parents are receiving their haircut or their dental screening, things Correct. like that. Correct. What is United Way's role in Project Homeless Connect? Uh, so United Way has really been asked the last uh, few years to kind of take on a leadership role in terms of uh, planning and implementing Project Homeless Connect. So the city of Milwaukee and the Milwaukee Continuum of Care is really the, the leader on this project um, in terms of hosting uh, the Project Homeless Connect for us. Um, but they have multiple partners and stakeholders around the table each year, and so it's, it's multiple people um, and agencies and organizations that are putting the event on. It's massive, and so that's, that's why there's so many people around the table. So as you know, Marquette offers their space for, for this event for free each year, but um, United Way, we just, we have um, the capacity and um, resources to be able to, to reach out to folks, to ask some of our great partners um, to sponsor items for the event, to bring volunteers. So we have some really great groups of volunteers that are coming some of our, from some of our corporate sponsors. And so the city has been really appreciative of that. And so that's, that's really what United Way is able to bring to the table. And I know this year we got a very special donation from Marcus. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, so last year Marcus was able to donate 19,000 individual different hygiene items, and this year they donated around 86,000 um, items. So, yeah, it's a really remarkable donation uh, because we just open the boxes of donations and each guest is able to go through and choose what they need for the day, which is another great dignity building piece for them um, because they're able to make those individual choices and we're able to not worry then about securing that donation you know and making sure that we have enough for everyone that that comes through that day are all of the items provided donated or do you as a planning committee need to buy some of these materials there are some materials that we end up purchasing so uh, United Way has made some purchases. We've luckily been able to make some really significant purchases because of a generous donation from Harley Davidson. And so they know about this event. And so United Way has been able to receive uh, you know, a sponsorship from Harley Davidson this year because of it. And the city has also had um, some funds put away just for this event every year. So it's really um, waiting to see what are going to be some of the large needed items to fill some gaps, whether it's um, helping um, to provide some transportation, so buying bus tickets or M cards, things like that. And we know that's a huge need within the, the homeless population. And so um, sometimes th those are things that we know that we need to purchase, um, but good things. Now, I know you both have volunteered at Project Homeless Connect in the past. Bailey, I know I met your mom, also volunteering at Project Homeless Connect last year. Do you each want to share 
a great moment that you remember from volunteering? Well, I saw a lot of people and a lot of the volunteers and like near tears when they were finished with their volunteering experience. They were just so touched by it. Uh, but I had a little different experience. Uh, I was near tears with laughter because one of the guests I was walking around with, he and I just really clicked. Um, we had a lot of fun, which was <laughs> not expected. Um, but uh, we really made a connection and I thought it was just an enjoyable event for both of us. Were, Christina, were you nervous before you started volunteering? No, absolutely not. It's a really welcoming environment, and it breaks down a lot of stereotypes, too. The second you walk in the door, I think a lot of people have an, an expectation of what a homeless person looks like to them, but it's really just a person just like any of us that is just experiencing homelessness at that time. And Bailey, what about you? Um, I guess my reflection really came after the fact when I was talking to my mom about it, and she had driven an hour and a half you know, you never want to disappoint your parents. And I think I had shared this story with a couple of people after. And she said, um, you know, this was really important. And so that felt really, really good because she's the person that taught me to give back to other people and to care for other people no matter who they are. Uh, and so I knew I had done something really good that day. Um, and I had done it with a lot of my friends and colleagues. And the community really came around and wrapped their arms around people that needed it. And, you know, she's coming back this year and she's bringing more people from my hometown. And so that feels really good. And I don't think there's ever been a person that's been disappointed that they've come. After meeting your mom at Project Homeless Connect last year, it made me think, I should invite my parents up to volunteer <laughs> at this. And so this year they're coming. Christina, you mentioned that this is a good opportunity for people to kind of break down some preconceived notions they may have about what a homeless person looks like. What are some of those misconceptions? Um, and do you want to clear some of that up right now? So I think some of the biggest misconceptions are that people experiencing homelessness um, can just fix it and that they're lazy, they're dirty, they're different than everyone else. But in fact, that's that's not the truth. Um, we see people from all different walks of life come in the doors of Marquette that day. Some people are in fact, um, maybe have homes and are really just one, one paycheck away from losing their home. Um, and we'll explain that to an intake volunteer saying, you know, I just needed to come here to just maybe find a winter coat today because I can't afford it. I get paid next week, but the weather's changing. And is that okay? And that is okay. That is okay. Um, we don't want people to, you know, just be driven out of their home because they can't afford one thing that is a basic need that we all are able to get um, because we have maybe employment that is able to meet all of our basic needs and that that other person isn't able to, possibly some of our neighbors. Um, and we know based on a report that uh, Christina is, you know, kind of our expert voice in, that the inability to, to you know, meet our basic needs is impacting a large portion of our population. And so I think we see a lot of folks that come into Project Homeless Connect uh, being reflective of that population. And the folks that are truly um, sleeping on the streets at night are, um, they may be unemployed, they may really be without a home, 
Um, and there's a lot of other things that are impacting them, whether it be mental illness, whether it be substance abuse, and there are um, social determinants of health, all things that are impacting that person. And we can't be ones to judge them. But there are um, things within our society that have impacted that person's life that we don't know about. And we can't really know about until we, we ask them. And, and get them access to the services that they need. And so one of the, the good things about the day is that they're given access to the resources that normally maybe you and I have access to every day um, because of the privilege that we have and they don't have. So you mentioned that you had about 500 attendees last year. Now that seems like a huge number um, of people who may be experiencing homelessness. Is that everybody in the city who's experiencing homelessness? And if not, what percentage is that? No, that is about a third of the folks that we know are, you know, sleeping on the streets each night. We know about 1,500 people are homeless any given night of the week. And so um, we know... We really think it was a coordination of transportation that we were able to provide last year uh, that we really saw the success in the number of people we were able to serve. Um, So, you know, it's it's remarkable to know that we serve that many people, but it also is um, kind of uh, just a sad reality that, you know, a, a difficult pill to swallow to know that we had so many people that came through those doors and some had children with them. Um, and we know that there are many other people out there that experience homelessness and MPS reports large, large numbers of their children experiencing homelessness. I think that this is just one way that we're able to, to serve people, but it's not the solution. It's not going to be something that solves the problem of homelessness, but it allows us to um, quickly serve a large majority of people in one day and hopefully put them in in contact with someone that they're able to follow up with, re, uh, get a referral to a service, um, and have some of their needs met. How do you invite people to Project Homeless Connect? How do you get the word out? Uh, <clears throat> so since we work at United Way, we have access to a lot of different uh, uh, agencies that serve this population, so we're able to send out, you know, the flyers and such to those agencies, um, and we're also able to work with Continuum of Care so that they can then advertise the service. Um, but then, as Bailey said earlier, I think the real strength is our transportation system, so that people can get out uh, with the outreach teams to the places that people sleep, and they know that they sleep at night and pick them up there and bring them to the event. Oh, wow. So they actually, there's transportation morning of that goes out, picks people up, and brings them to the event. That's right. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. As we wrap up here, I want each of you to give a pitch to people who might be listening to come volunteer for Project Homeless Connect. What, What have you been telling your friends and your family members about why they should come? Well, it's a real feel good event. I think it's one of, from personal experience volunteering before I started planning this, Um, I think it was my most favorite volunteering experience I've ever had. Um, So my family, everyone's taking off of work and coming there this year so they can experience it as well. Um, It's as much for, you know, connecting people to resources as it is for um, explaining 
the problem of homelessness to individuals that don't know about it. And so it works in both ways, both for volunteers and people experiencing homelessness. I mean, ditto to all of that. Uh, <laughs> but it is, um, it puts a face to the issue of homelessness. And if you want to be truly humbled by something, I think this is the event to go to. Um, you will learn so much about um, the the issue of homelessness and also um you can't learn about anything better than to actually meet people impacted by it. Well, Bailey Murph and Christina Kohler, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and for all of the work that you've been doing for Project Homeless Connect. I know you guys and the whole team has been working tirelessly on this event. Great. Thank you. Thank you. That was Bailey Murph, Health Portfolio Manager, and Christina Kohler, Income Portfolio Coordinator here at United Way. To learn more about Project Homeless Connect, including how you can volunteer and or donate items, be sure to check out the blog post that goes along with this episode on our website, unitedwaygmwc.org. A special thank you to Ethan and Maeve McCaig for providing the music and voice talent for our introduction. Living Local is produced by myself, Katie Kuhn, Rebecca Schimke, Melissa Hannon, Brian McCaig, and John Waldbauer. Help us keep this podcast on the air. We are looking for sponsors at every level to help underwrite the cost of production. To learn more, visit www.unitedwaygmwc.org podcast.